0: improving biology and redesigning organisms for beneficial purposes. It's gonna allow us to not just edit genomes, but also, uh, and importantly, write a new code for life. We'll have write-level permissions. We already started to see some of that this year. COVID-19 vaccines, they make use of engineered code in the form of messenger RNA. What's on the horizon are diminished reality glasses, that look very much like what I'm wearing. Um, that would allow you to remove things from your point of view, from your view, whether that's garbage uh, or other people. What a scary world we live in, isn't it? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It is Tuesday. I can't imagine a world where you could put on a pair of glasses and only see what you want to see. I mean, literally completely altering your reality by putting on a pair of glasses. It reminds me of that. Uh, it's a really low-budget movie. It's a movie that I forget the wrestler's name at the time did, where he put on a pair of sunglasses and he could see what people were truly aliens and who weren't. And somebody could somebody will probably remind me who it is. Uh, but reminds me of that a little bit. Although I could see some benefit in it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you could be like, can you take out all Democrats out of my view? And you just walk around and you'll only see the people that you probably want to engage the most with. <laughs> so there might be some good to it. <laughs> I can't imagine much else. Um, and the fact that they're playing with human code I, that's a dangerous game there. yeah I don't uh, I've seen for years and years they've talked about doing this where they can create almost like a, a superhuman. Some of the documentaries that I've watched on it. And, and I believe that a lot of these doctors, it's not political for them. They, they have the best of intentions and they're trying to do things. A lot of examples they use are people that are riddled with disease in their family. have a, a, a particular type of cancer, cancer or a particular disease. And it's a gene that your family carries. They can go in there and eliminate that gene uh, during your makeup. To, make, to get it out of the system. So that way it makes your life better. So I believe that a lot of these doctors are looking at this in a positive way, like, hey, we can fix and help these people and we can add or remove things to try to make sure that some of these devastating medical conditions that families have, they won't have to face anymore generation after generation. But as we know, it's always a double-sided coin. Just as many people would use that for good to try to help eliminate stuff like that you're going to have a lot of people that are looking at that to use it in a bad way and manipulate everything i mean can you imagine who's programming you and what are they programming you for what are they adding in what are they taking out you know you want to talk about a dream of like adolf hitler for example no my god you could Make sure everybody was blonde-haired, blue-eyed like he wanted the pure white race, the Aryan race. He he go in there and he can alter it to where everybody's coming out the way he wants them to come out. I I mean, it it truly is a a double-edged sword there. What could be used for something so spectacular could also be used for something terribly uh, evil. And I I just, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't think you should be messing with uh, people at birth. I don't think you should be messing with people's genes. I think all that should be left alone call me crazy, call me old-fashioned, you know, we got problems, you deal with them. Technology gets better and better and better all the time. If your family has a particular type of cancer that is notorious and uh, the death rate in your family is very high due to it, I'm sure that over the years, your time here and the generations have lengthened because treatments and what we have learned about cancer, how to treat cancer, and how to rid ourselves of cancer is so far advanced now that I would say most cancers, it's an outpatient treatment and you beat it. There still are some that are very dangerous and they're still working to help to, to uh, get on top of those. But I think that you just, whatever comes out, however you come out, God bless you. You're here. You're here for a reason. You are put in this time for a reason. You are put in that family for a reason and in that body and uh, God willing if the plan is to keep you here a lot longer than previous generations, believe me, something will happen, or it just won't get you the same way it got another family member. I know that sounds, that's just my point of view, and some people would disagree with me, and that's fine. But uh, I think once you start messing with genes at birth, you are literally altering who a person is and what what they could be or what they can be. And I'm, I personally am against that. All right, Business Insiders. Business Insider reported... That according to the tracking website, layoffs.fyi, the tech industry has experienced a sharp rise in layoffs at the start of 2023. They're averaging around 1,600 workers daily uh, being let go. In just the first 15 days of 2023, 91 tech companies worldwide have already laid off around just a little bit over 24,000 employees, which estimates to about 15% of the 154,256 employees who were let go over uh, 1,000 tech companies in 2022. I can't imagine why tech companies are cooling off. Can you? Layoff FYI noted that between November of 2022 and January of 2023, Amazon, Facebook, which is now what Meta and Salesforce will lay off roughly 18,000, 11,000 and 8,000 staff members in the same order that I set them. So Amazon 18, Facebook 11 and uh, Salesforce 8,000 people. The layoffs at Amazon are primarily primarily impacted by corporate roles, including those in the company's uh, devices and books business and human resources department. Facebook also eliminated positions across the organization, including those in its reality lab division, which manages the metaverse initiatives, which technology doesn't really exist for what he's trying to create. I mean, this Weirdsmobile... Wants us all to live in a computer, work in a computer. Every morning you get up, you put the, put your virtual reality headset on, and you head off, all right, honey, going to work, and you head off in your virtual reality there and live in that world instead of getting out and experiencing the real world in front of you. Kind of a little bit links together with the glasses we were just talking about. Like, it just, they, they want you to live in a fantasy world. They They're trying to alter literally your perception of reality. Look, the real reason that they're laying people off, and it's no, it's no real big secret why, most of these businesses did very, very well. If you look at throughout the uh, 2020 to 2022 through all the COVID nonsense, <clears throat> these people were making money hand over fist. You know what stores they were closing down, mom and pop stores. God forbid you couldn't have those stores open because if you did, somebody was going to catch COVID, even though you had maybe 50 to 100 people visit the store a day. But a place like Walmart is wide open or Amazon, but all the warehouses that were wide open that I can't imagine how many employees are at each warehouse that are loading and unloading uh, trucks, 18 wheelers and package delivery vehicles and they're delivering. They were okay. Walmart was okay to stay open. Publix was okay. All your big companies were okay to stay open where thousands upon thousands of people will go to daily. But all your little mom and pop places closed down. So during that time, since they were eliminating the competition, they, these people are making money. I think Bezos doubled or plus. I'd have to go back and look. Don't don't hold me to that. But uh, uh, his fortune went up. Uh, most of them did. You know, so there was it really it wasn't a surprise because competition was being eliminated. Now that we have opened back up, everybody's back online. You know they're losing business, and I think people got tired of always going to the same locations and visiting the same places and only ordering from certain websites and are like, no, I want to get out there. We've been cooped up far too long. All the people, especially depending on what state you're in, cooped up far too long. They want to get out there and they want to walk around and peruse and window shop and go buy stuff and go see some of the old stores that they love so much and go back in there and do their thing. So they're laying people off for that reason, as well as. People's opinion of tech companies nowadays has not been real positive. Most people look at tech companies and associate that with social media companies. Let's be honest. When you hear tech companies, the first thing you think of is you're going to think of your your Twitters, your Facebook, your uh, Snapchat, your whatever, all, all of them. Those are the first things you're going to think of, your Amazons and During the last few years, from from 2016 and up, seeing what they have done to conservatives and seeing the constant fight and how vile they can all be, especially on social media, seeing what Amazon did by picking a side and shutting down Parler when they didn't agree with it because Parler was doing so well, so they teamed up to chop down the little guy Everybody is tired of these tech companies, so they're not making the money that they once made. Since less people uh, are using them, they're not getting the advertisement that they would like to get, so the money's not there to continue to either expand or hang on to the workforce they have. So they're forced to lay people off. Those are probably your two biggest reasons why you're seeing such a decline in the jobs in the tech industry. I mean, not to mention, how much further can we go, people? As far as technology goes, I mean, do they really create anything new and creative and and innovative and inventive? No. What what are we doing now? All you're doing is adding more features or enhancing slightly technology that already exists. You're you're not doing more. I mean, we've gotten to a point here where the world around us is changing so much. You know, let's let's just use cable as an example. You know, when I was younger, me and my wife had our first apartment uh, we used to get direct tv direct tv was the place to go to you know that was uh, i mean the 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 you could have 300 channels was insane you know or we were used to and again this will age me but i know my sister would remember this my older sister we used to have a tv that had 13 stations you click every time you turn it one, two, three, four, five. (laughs) That was it. So, well, I mean, that's where we grew up. Now that was, we were at the end of that era to where you had a TV and you keep it on channel three and you get the little box and now you get 30 channels. And it was like, oh my God, man, you got 30 channels. You, you, there's everything in the world to watch. Well, DirecTV was very much like that because DirecTV, when I got my first apartment and we went and got the package and they were first and they were up and coming. And and get HBO added to it for the first three months and it was 30 bucks a month you know that was that was the thing to watch that was the thing to have everybody had DirecTV, and you're getting your free HBO and then you threaten to cancel and they tell you we'll keep you and we'll extend it you get HBO and Cinemax and stars and Showtime whatever you guys will get them for a year the first year free and then we'll charge you $44 a month to have them it was it was kind of amazing you know um, you didn't have all the stop and record and pause and the kids nowadays, you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, but you know, if you missed it, you missed it. You put a channel on, you know, you wait, the commercial starts running, you run to the kitchen, you try to get everything you need and you're running back to the couch to watch it. If you were that interested in the show, there was no pause button. You didn't go, Oh, hold on, man. Let me, let me go over here, man. I'm going to make a sub sandwich. No, uh uh-uh, not happening. Just be prepared to miss whatever you're watching. Technology moved ahead so far that. Cable, for the most part, is obsolete anymore. We don't even use it. People use apps. And even apps are getting to a point where they are obsolete. Most people don't use apps consistently. What ends up happening is you find one or two you may like, or you know the apps that particular shows that you like come out on. You go over there once a year. When your new season comes out, you get the free trial again for the year. You binge watch the hell out of everything that you possibly can that you've been waiting to watch, and then you disconnect. And that's just the way it is. Well, tech is very, it is like that now. What more could they do with cable? What, where, where else could this go? Okay, you've had apps, you've had cable, you got free cable. I mean, what more could you do that's so creative? What more? All they're doing is enhancing slightly. Go, like, oh, you have this app now. Well, HBO sponsored this particular movie that's out in the movie theater right now. So for the low, low price of $30 to watch it one time, you could watch this movie at your house instead. So you get early access to it at the house. And that was the upgrade. But did it really change what they're doing? No, it's still cable. It's still just an app. It's still the same movie uh, channel that it was before. You're just adding a feature to it, but it's nothing new. Just like phones, you get the tech industry. People are creating all this new tech for phones. The phones, how much have they changed? I got. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'll be 100 percent honest with you. I got a Galaxy Seven. It's not working real great these days. <laughs> I think they're trying to force me to buy a new one because that's what happened to the last one I had. I had it so long that it's kind of getting outdated to a point where it don't want to work so well. Don't really care. You know, I'm. I'm not. I, I don't live on my phone. That's not my life. Um, but my seven is no different than the what's Galaxy up to model number twenty-two or something something crazy like I know they jump some numbers in between, but they're uh, I don't know seven eight generations ahead of where I am with this phone, and I can tell you, looking at the new phones, they may have some additional applications that this one doesn't have, maybe they have some additional features that make it a little more user-friendly or something that you may find, oh cool, if that's what you like with tech, but have they really done anything to enhance the phone from the 7 version other than just add some other little fancy bells and whistles to it? Of course not. So that's why these tech companies are struggling, and I mean that's that was probably an easy way to explain it, but to me that's That's the issue that they're having. The the issue is you're not creating anything new. And right now, so many jobs are becoming automated. Computer systems are watching so many of these apps. They're running so many of these apps. You're literally eliminating humans from working so they don't need the workforce. Not to mention most of the people that they are laying off are the people that make the most money. So you're having a lot of high-end positions that being vacated because they're saying, hey, we don't need you no more. We need to conserve some of the money that we're losing because if you've been listening to this show or paying attention at all, you'll see tech companies are not doing real well. Stocks are not doing real well. They're all losing a lot of money. I'm not saying that they're not profitable, but they are not like they were a short two years ago. All right. Sleepy creepy. You'll like this one. You know, that sleepy creepy. They found all these files next to the Corvette in his home. And th- this is a big issue with all the the file mess that's going on there. And a lot of people are asking the question, um, you know, why is the Democratic Party turning on Joe Biden? I think we addressed this a little bit, uh, saying that his usefulness is run out. You know, he can't beat anybody coming up in 2024. So they're looking at any way they can to either, A, force him to not run, saying that you will not, we don't want you, you're not going to run because you're going to lose, or B, they know what's brewing right now and they see what's coming and they're trying to distance themselves from him so when the hammer drops on him and his disgusting family, then they could say that, hey, look, we were already saying, you know, this guy shouldn't be here, look what he's doing wrong. Well, Joe Biden's got another little problem on top of all that. They just did a poll. They came in Rasserman reports released Friday. He found that 52% of likely voters think that it would be better if Biden does more of what Congress wants, while only 33% think Congress should do more of what the president wants. Listen to what they're saying now. Congress now is split. You got the uh, Republicans holding the House, Democrats holding the Senate. They want him to listen to what they're selling And the reason why, if you go further down into it and want to see why, it really breaks down as people are not confident that inflation is going to come down. They're not confident that gas prices are going to stay down. They're not confident in supply chains and the way things are going in the United States. So even though, and people are so confusing, even though they know things are bad under Joe Biden, they the way they feel, at least what I'm reading into this is that you could keep Joe Biden as a president, as long as Joe Biden is doing the bidding of Congress, if Congress is saying we're not spending and we're going to open up some more drilling and we're going to start some pipelines back up and they think he should agree with them and say, okay, we're just going to sign off on it. So that way the economy's better and life is better for them, but they just don't have that mean orange guy in the white house sending out nasty tweets that are so hurtful to them in their personal lives. <laughs> People are confusing as hell. Uh, uh, me personally, I would rather have... Joe Biden does have a certain amount of power. Joe Biden is an arrogant, grumpy, old, nasty man. He's going to do what he wants to do. He's going to listen to only what he wants to listen to if he listens to anybody at all. This The best thing that Americans can do is vote him out completely. And if you want things to change... Put somebody in there that's going to change them, even if you disagree with the way that they speak. If you disagree with the the tweets that they send out. That should be on the bottom of your priority list. You don't know the man. You'll probably never know the man. You'll probably never meet the man. If Trump was to get back in the White House, I think he would do a fantastic job. I really do. And why do I say that? Last time around, he had the Republican Party fighting him over the Russia collusion thing for the first year. He had COVID for his last year. The man got done everything that he got done within a short span of two years. This time around, we're not having a repeat on a pandemic, so you can forget about that on the back end. On the front end, Republicans already see they need to get in lockstep and follow behind the leader this time because they see that the voters are getting chapped uh, their khakis are getting chapped with these people and you're going to get voted out. So you better get lockstep with them and get some stuff done. So this time around, he would actually have a solid four years to correct the nonsense that Biden has done. Opening, getting us back to being energy independent, first and foremost. He won't fund the World Health Organization. He won't fund the World He won't be part of the world economic forum. He'll hold China accountable and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. He's not going to take no nonsense from Iran and get back into a sorry Iranian deal like there was in the first place. He's going to drop the hammer on not only Ukraine, but Russia as well to stop that nonsense. And in the meantime, he's going to strengthen everything here. I think he's well aware of ESG, so he knows what he needs to go after as far as that goes. He could do so much in four years. It would put this move towards globalism back on its heels. It would delay their plans. And if you could put Ronnie DeSantis right behind them for eight years, you would probably keep this animal at bay for the next, say, two to three decades. It would take to get back to this point where we're at. We would have prosperity for 12 years. 12 years of sound policy, of energy independence, of a great America, a great economy, it'd be fantastic. But people are, they don't think that way. And if you read this article, it proves to you they don't think that way. They would rather that President Joe Biden be the one in the White House, but just listen to what Congress has to say and sign off on it, rather than eliminate him completely, knowing that he's compromised, if not the most compromised president in the United States. He is compromised. His family is compromised. compromised. They don't take that into account because they probably don't even hear it on liberal media. But if they do, they're not even taking that into account just because they don't like the way one man speaks. It's insane. It is it is literally insane. People have lost their minds. They're so, people are so fragile emotionally now. Their skin is so thin. You know, you can't hear anything. You go into, off on this little tizzy. Oh my God, I can't believe he said that. It, it's, people have... To start toughening up. You know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's what we grew up saying. Most of us, uh, you know, I've said this before. You can say anything you want to me. You can insult me any way you want. Chances are I'm going to laugh at you. And if it's really good, I'm really going to laugh hard with you. I I just don't care. You cannot hurt me by things you say. We, We need to get back to that where if Trump's tweeting... If anything, it's entertaining and you chuckle it off. Like, man, that was, you can even be, man, that was stupid. And you laugh it off because you don't agree with it. But my God, we got to get some thick skin back in the United States. We have we have turned into a bunch of crybabies here. A bunch of sensitive, overly sensitive crybabies that can't stand it when somebody says something that they disagree with. You have a complete and total meltdown. I hope that people, for the most part, begin to change here over time and start getting some thick skin again. Maybe we need to go back to the old ways of telling your kids that every day. You know, don't worry. Words can't hurt you. No matter what they say, they can't hurt you. They only hurt you if a al- lot, if you allow them to <laughs> God, uh, anyways, Biden's not looking too hot. Basically people think he's a moron. He should be doing what Congress says, but I guess if it was up to them at the current time, they would keep him in the White House as long as he's just doing what Congress tells him to do, which is uh, just stupid. Just be careful what you wish for. And then be careful what you vote for. Because next time around, if, uh, if we were fortunate enough to hold the House and take the Senate and you have Biden there, no matter how good of a policy we could come up with, no matter how fantastic it would be for the American people, Joe Biden would veto it. So just keep that in mind. You you think that it'd be all good and it's all raindrops and lollipops and and that sleepy, creepy old man's just going to sign off on things. No, he'll probably veto it and keep your life as hard as he can keep it for an additional four years. And by that time, it'll be eight years that we've been in this slump, in this hole. Imagine what your retirement accounts will look like by then. Oh, my God. Imagine what mine will look like by then. It'd be terrible. Anyways... That's it. That wraps it up for me on Tuesday. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please please, please rate and review me, especially on Apple. It's always a great help. If you'd like to check out anything else I do, LittleJoeCC.com. If you want to contact me, go to the contact section and send me a message. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Tuesday. We will do it again.